From the Middle Age Momish Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary H. Bomb Livingston Butler, and this show has everything. Except this show isn't like a regular show, it's a cool show. That's right, T Shears, it's a Moms on the Pod podcast uh, episode. Joining me to celebrate slash make fun of other moms from the evil stepmom lair, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? How are you? Good. How are you celebrating being a mom? Uh, today or just this week? Uh, you know, today in general, whatever. Well, one good thing about being a stepmom is you get Mother's Day off. Like, they go to their mom's <laughs> house. <laughs> So I get to sleep in and not do anything all day. So it's perfect. Yes. Um, Okay. And since this is a very special episode, we brought on some very, very special moms that aren't usually on the podcast. From House Coat Haven, it's Phyllis Fletcher. Hi, Phyllis. Hey, Hillary. It's great to see you and talk to you. I know. It's really fun. Since I wasn't able to come to Seattle and actually see you, it's kind of nice to do it, you know. Uh, yeah. Sort of IRL, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and from Sideways Stories from Wayside Homeschool Studios, it's, Col- <laughs> it's Colleen Rosales. <laughs> Hi, Colleen. Hi, Hillary. And also, I was supposed to see you when I went to Seattle, and so this is as close as we're going to come during, you know, these times, TM. Somewhere out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, from Distance Learning Hell in Denton, Texas, a person who knows a dangerous amount of secrets about me, it's one of my best friends forever, Missy Murphy. Hi, Missy. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, don't say anything that, uh, you know, we Well, swore. you're editing, so you can take it out. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, like all of a sudden, it's just going to be like, beep. <laughs> Um, Remember that time Missy you doesn't talk at all. <laughs> well, I just mute her. Why? Well, well, the problem is, is that she'll like her parents will just tell my parents, and like I'll get in trouble somehow. Because just to let you know, Hillary uh, blamed her walking in on her parents doing it on me. So <laughs> Missy made me. <laughs> Missy made me do it. Yeah, uh, I blamed a lot of things on Missy, but it's fine. Um, okay, all right. We're gonna introduce our mom panel a little bit more. Have some serious mom talk, some mom wrecks, some housekeeping, and how you can get involved. Um, with that, Christy, let's get to know these moms a little bit better. Okay. I guess we should just go around and everyone introduce you. I mean, she just introduced you, but tell us who you are and what your mom's situation is, um, maybe how old your kid is or kids, depending. So yep. let's start nearest to me, I guess, would be Phyllis. All right. Yeah, I am. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm eating an amazing breakfast prepared by my husband, Yay. <laughs> um, Josh, who's incredible. And um, we have a 10 year old son. And um, is this where I also talk about, uh, are we talking about our uh, mom idols in this round or the next yes, round? Yes, yes, go yes, ahead. Okay. Talk about your yes. mom idols. I'll go yeah. for it. I know I, I picked one at the last second. Um, June Cleaver, man. First of all, She's fine as a motherfucker. She looks amazing <laughs> in those dresses. And in retrospect, the subtext of her shutting down Eddie Haskell is amazing. Yes. Because when yes. I was a kid, I didn't get that he was trying to fuck her. But <laughs> now, it's insanely obvious. And she's always like, Do you think she actually Eddie. went for it, though? I mean, like, no, when he... no, she wasn't trifling with no Eddie Haskell. I mean, Get out of here. Later. <laughs> and, once he turned she... 18, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did all that housework in heels. Yeah. 
and Mm -hmm. was really kind to her children about it and never laid a trip on them about like you know them being ingrates or putting her in that position or whatever because she chose it you know so um so there's a lot to stand about june cleaver so i'm going with that all right i like an old school one who's your favorite real life mom Oh, well, my mom, of course. Yeah. Sucker. Of course. Yeah. It's not, the, of course, for all of us. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good answers. Okay, then, Colleen? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, my mom's situation is I have two kids. I have a nine-year-old and um, uh, uh, how old is she? She's 25 on Wednesday. <laughs> so, I guess I could say five. Aww. Yeah. So, we're trying to do, like, an isolation birthday thing um for her and um my mom's situation is kind of interesting because I don't like I don't really have a mom so I had like my mom pieced out when I was really young and then I had an evil stepmom so I'm momming (laughs) without a mom which sometimes is interesting um especially Mother's Day is a really interesting and strange day for me some days um so I actually relied very heavily on TV moms um and so I was really into like uh Elise Keaton and oh, Roseanne yes. and Claire Huxtable like basically like every sitcom mom who unconditionally loved her children I was like what's that like <laughs> um Aunt Viv like all of them wait original um, original Aunt Viv or like secondary uh, yeah original because second mm-hmm. Aunt Viv was pretty boring but she original was Aunt Viv boring. was yeah cool was hot. yeah yeah. Very cool. yeah yeah um so but my favorite uh mom was sophia petrillo from the golden girls i loved how (laughs) mean she was like she was she just called uh dorothy out on every single piece of her shit and they had like a really wonderful loving perfect relationship even though they were very mean to each other and i really (laughs) like that a lot (laughs) perfect and i I don't know Texas geography, so I'll say Missy's next. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so I have one child. Um, his name is Miles, and he's eight, and he's a lot. So that's why there's just one. And then, um, and Not. and also being pregnant is the worst thing in the entire world. So True. I'm totally over that. Um, and I'm old. But uh, my favorite mom is uh she's problematic but roseanne um we discussed earlier especially 1988 to 1992 roseanne um (laughs) after that i really can't i can't uh endorse that but missy she was like reminiscent of your mom in a lot of ways yes because oh yes i mean like because my mom number one they look similar like dark hair although my mom's a lot taller um, but like my mom is always like, I can give a shit what people think about me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, uh, and like, like in the school, like they had to do like a mom's play in fifth grade and all the moms were in it. But my mom was the only one who worked. So she couldn't be like in the play, but then she like could come in at the end and she wore a gorilla suit in it because it was the best. Like, the and best. so my, like, cause like in all the like Highland Park moms, none of them were going to wear a gorilla suit, but my mom's like, sure, I'll wear a gorilla suit, whatever. <laughs> and so... Um, so yeah, Roseanne, just because she did things like put, uh, what's it called? The generic food inside of the like <laughs> name brand stuff. Like I remember things nice. like that being like, that is, that is really cool. You should, that's something you should do. Like, yeah. um, and then real life, um, my mom with Kathleen as a second, you know, who is gotta say, Hillary's my mom, mom because she's yes. basically raised me also. So yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes, she did. Missy and I lived um, 
uh, and I don't know if they have this in Seattle, and they don't have it in Austin, and I find it very annoying, but there was like a series of alleys. So this, the alleys in our neighborhood sort of mirrored the streets a little bit, but it was where you put your trash and all the stuff you didn't want anybody else to see. And a lot of people had entry, like garage entries from the alleys. But anyway, Missy and I lived on streets like adjacent to each other but you could just cut through the alley to like get there so I would like cut through with no shoes on which was gross but um but I I don't think I ever got an invite to come over we would just like flow uh, back and forth from each other's houses like I would just be there watching tv in her uh <laughs> in her like playroom and then you know Missy would be back in like my bedroom so yeah our moms both totally raised us oh yeah and that's how really old cool. were you when yeah. you met um, to be official, oh I was two and Missy was three. <laughs> oh dear. My birthday is in August. Her birthday is in October. I mean, we all know when Hillary's birthday is, so right? October twenty seventh. And she God forbid we forget. <laughs> so she she has made it like very apparent. I mean, like though I did get to drive and turn eighteen and turn twenty one first, she has lorded over that she's younger than me for for now thirty eight years. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, but the thing uh, is, is uh. that Hillary was the youngest of five. Um, and so she was, you know, like just p- back and forth and like, they didn't really know where she was and she was at <laughs> our house, but my mom only has two kids. Like there was no reason for me to like, just be gone all the time, but right. you know, like, Bye. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, Christy, do you have any, uh, favorite moms or yeah, yeah obviously tell us re uh you know establish your situation <laughs> okay um I have a nine-year-old um stepdaughter Elliot I talk about her all the time um we have her pretty much full-time so she goes yeah. to her mom's every other Friday and Saturday um so it's a lot and uh <laughs> my favorite real life mom was my best friend growing up's mom um I called her Mrs. Sambo. We were talking about this earlier. Um, we always called adults Mrs. Like whatever their last name is. And even now I do. And she goes, it's Anne. Okay. You're old <laughs> enough to call me by my name. But I love her. I wrote a, um, I wrote a, like an essay about her being this awesome woman when I was in college and gave Aww. it to her. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite um, fake mom or... Um, whatever fiction mom is the same as hillary so we both can talk about her tammy taylor she's She's so amazing and i we've we've watched that three or four times the whole series which shits from friday night lights if you don't know oh Um, okay and we keep saying okay when elliot gets this age we have to watch this again because she has the best advice ever yes Mm. yes her sex talk is by far the best so good i like need to go write it down and be like bridget (laughs) pretend it's from you I have considered trying to memorize it. Like, just like, yeah. sit down and, like, it's the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> it's the, it's so the new true. Gettysburg Address. Yeah. You're like, yeah. um, four score. <laughs> no. Okay, um, no, it is, it is so good. Um, and it's, like, kind and a little bit scared, which is, like, all these things that I know them would be feeling when, yes. when my kids start having sex and I'm not mm-hmm. ready. Um, I gotta watch that. I know. It's oh, so okay. good. Mm. I'll put a link. I'm sure it's, okay. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm Hillary. Hi. And mm. I think everybody probably knows I have two kids. Rory is five and Bridget is eight. And actually, um, somebody made a joke one time that Miss um, a few of my friends, me, Missy, Emily, my friend Chelsea, 
and another girl, Melissa, um, we all had kids like roughly within four months of each other. And this girl was like, did y'all make a pregnancy pact? <laughs> um, cause <laughs> is that like a thing people do <laughs> at 33. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Missy mm-hmm. and, um, Bridget and Miles are exactly three weeks apart from each other. So Missy and I were pregnant at the exact same time, which was fun. Oh, wow. I conversely like, it's because I like attention. I loved being pregnant. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any more kids, but I'm like, sure. I'd be pregnant again. That was fun. Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm crazy, but yeah, I have, those are my two kids and they're fun, uh, enough. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, like some days I'm like living and loving being a mom during quarantine. It's so fun. And then some days I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to bed. And I'm like, never, I just want to lay here and ignore everybody. Um, but yeah, definitely as far as like fictional moms, Tammy Taylor, I, it, um, Phyllis, when you said June Cleaver, I was like, I used to love Donna Reed. She was like my oh, favorite yeah. and she's yeah. like Ooh. low key kind of a badass, or she was like, she hmm. was like, like she did all of this stuff like social unrest kind of stuff. Like she was like mm. much cooler than just her TV persona. So just mm. don't read in general. Um, good. And obviously like I can't Camille Murphy was definitely like my second mom and my mom, obviously my mom's a badass. Um, so those are my, my favorite real moms. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. With the introductions done, we're just going to go into some medium talk about just, Subjects that we find to be funny about momness, or I guess serious, <laughs> but right now I just want to begin because it's been what almost exactly two months at this point. What is being a mom during, as Rory says, coronavirus? Um, <laughs> what has it been like for y'all? Like good, bad, ugly, what have you? Um, Phyllis, why don't you go ahead? Yeah. Well, so I'm going to use my time. Um, to do a PSA mm-hmm. that um, unless you have like an existing relationship with a family where you are um, communicating with the mom or unless you have like specific knowledge where you know that that is where that communication is supposed to go, at mm-hmm. least on the first volley, email or text both parents. Yes. <laughs> because yes. We're all going to get sucked into being the social coordinator. Yes. And um, at least in the beginning, um, when our kids don't know how to find each other online, or if they're people who are like intentionally putting hurdles towards that or whatever. Yeah. And so like, just to get it kicked off or whatever, please like contact both parents yes it really just it really does like kind of start there because if you're not at that like little nucleus of everybody being included then like there's been times that i think i say dave did you get that email and he's like no i didn't get that email right he got it he just didn't read it (laughs) (laughs) but there are definitely times where i'm the only one that gets the email bridget's teacher always includes dave on it which is really nice because i'm like okay like i am not your mother i'm not your mother so like i need you to read your emails and and kind of be in charge of that yeah yeah no that's a really good caveat yeah. Oh, and by the way, I just want to acknowledge like there there might be some street noise or whatever coming eh, through on fine. the recording. Um, and Gus just uh, went outside, so that's great. He just went uh, for you know, a walk. You no, know. so, that's cute. You know. We're real life moms. This we is are. We're off some steam. It's happening. We are. Yes. So yeah, just because hearing... I kick my kids out of the house, I'm like, get out of here. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so Phyllis, 
To yeah. your point, we have um, something very revolutionary happening in our daycare right now, which is for the first time, we've been going there since 2012, yeah. for the very first time, there is a dad who is a room parent. <gasps> the wow. Entire, like, and uh, what the room parents do is they're supposed to organize play dates, and then a couple of times a year, they come in and do, like, a crafty thank you teachers, like decorate a box yeah. i volunteered to be a room parent and i deeply regretted it because <laughs> i'm getting these emails about all coming in together to decorate a box so people Horrible. can put like oh. instant mm-hmm. coffee in it yeah. and so in our classroom now one of the room parents actually she signed up but she signed up herself and her husband so the room parents nice. are actually both parents Good. and i'm like i'm like we should hang out like this is you're the coolest person at daycare yeah, yeah. yeah. apparently <laughs> the yeah the bar is low <laughs> It's very low. <laughs> right? For men, it's very low. <laughs> very low. You read an email? I... Oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> <That's not ever. laughs> you know, yeah. I did. A mom in um, Bridget's class at the beginning of the year was like, do you want to be room parent with me? And I'm such a people pleaser that I always want to be like, yeah, sure. And I just was like, oh. no. <laughs> I don't. I uh, know. You I didn't even do the um first. You just no. went straight to the no. That's no. great. Oh, I just don't think so. That's a lot of work. I, right. yeah. I, I work full time. No way. And you're the least crafty mom in the entire I planet. I am literally <laughs> the least crafty mom. I'm like, how do I use scissors? I don't know. What is glue? Yeah. Um, but otherwise, Phyllis, have, I mean, I feel like Gus is a super, I mean, every kid is sweet, but Gus is a sweet kid. Yeah, he's a little bit, he's self-sufficient. Right? And he's the oldest one of all of our kids, so he can go for yeah. a walk by himself. Yeah, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's been able to figure out a lot of ways to occupy his time that don't involve, like, asking us for things or asking us permission for things, and I think also we've decided, you know, like, yeah. he can just do this thing, yeah. and it's yeah. okay, and he is, he does have, like, a chill personality and a very sweet personality, like, so y'all on the Zoom might have seen this, um, yellow ducky stuffed animal like magically appear on my shoulder at some point (laughs) he found it while he was um helping josh clean some stuff out of the basement the other day and it's like he's decided it's like his little thingy to take care of and and he when he needs to go do something else he like hands it to me and asks me to like keep it (laughs) keep it safe and so that was that was him walking over to he wants a puppy that's oh dear step. well that shit ain't happening <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> yeah no 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 but but this is fine i can handle yeah, this you can handle that <laughs> it doesn't poop everywhere <laughs> I, yeah exactly i could totally see right now kids like wanting a transitional object again yeah yeah because yeah. there's just a lot going on right yep. so you might be getting yeah. a little bit of comfort from a little oh yeah bridget's full on she she still kind of sucks her thumb at night which is like as a baby it was like great she sucks her thumb i don't have to have like a bullshit pacifier this is awesome but now Mm -hmm. she like kind of still is holding on to it but Mm -hmm. generally she would only do it like when she was like going to bed i was like Mm -hmm. i'm such a bad mom i was like whatever i don't care like it's fucking up your teeth go to sleep (laughs) but go to sleep i don't care but um but now i can tell she's like well she'll come downstairs with her she calls a blue baby which is like her um she has to have something it's like she doesn't independently suck her thumb she has to yeah. have like a thing to stroke or whatever anyway yeah. she comes down with blue baby and i'm like just get your thumb out of your mouth like Aww. this is only and i feel bad because i know she's just kind of comforting herself but i'm like yeah just seeing the dollar signs roll in of like right all the fidget spinners come back oh, all that shit's happening yeah. all over again yeah. come on man 
Yeah. Yeah. It's um, <clears throat> like overall, it's like the the time I've spent with him, I've enjoyed. Um, but there are copious amounts yes. <laughs> to enjoy. Yes. That's yes. For sure. Well, yes. and Phyllis, you're yeah. used to working from home, but alone working from home. Yeah. So it's a little bit. Yeah. Different. I'm used to having at least like six or seven hours a day of working at home where I am by myself. And so now it's like uh not that <laughs> but we've we've all like kind of retreated to our separate corners so yeah, my yeah. corner is the front corner of the house and he's in the back and and um you know it's like yeah we've staked out our little areas so I think that that's been helpful too yeah yeah for sure yeah um Colleen what's your what's your COVID strategy yeah, my COVID strategy is to throw money at COVID. Um, in fact, so so when I went, when I thought about this yesterday and I went to just look and see, could I see how many, how much money I've spent on Amazon, like since this started? Don't and look. all I did was go and look at the last 30 days and it said I had made 54 purchases in 30 days. Oh my God. Nice. And I was like, I'm not going to add that up and I'm not going to go back 60 no. days. I don't no, want to know. You'll feel no, bad about um, yourself. Yeah, it's like, it's bad. So like yesterday I got this box and I had completely forgotten about it, but some like beauty store online that I had never heard of is going out of business and you could buy for 20 bucks, you could buy a box of 20 beauty products. And so I bought two of them, one for me and one for my friend and totally forgot about it. So this box comes yesterday and I open it up. It's got no labels. It has no branding on it because it's this company is going out of business, right? So I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I like open up, it's two like, like bubble mailers inside of a box. And I opened it up and it was just full of all of this makeup and skincare. I'm like, who sent me this? And I was like, oh, I... Send this to myself. Surprise, I did did it. I have been purchasing so many things on the internet that I fully forgot about it. So that's going great for me. And um, really going great for my kids who are getting a lot of crap to mollify them. Yeah. Don't you love this? Don't you love mommy? Here you go. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. 300%. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I keep buying random things, not even for my children. Well, I mean, I've read a couple of things, but as y'all know, I keep buying crop tops, which is like unfortunate. And I did, <laughs> I just got an alert that I, uh, got my, my like bike shorts. I got it from Old Navy because my friend recommended some and they were like $60. I'm like, I can't spend $60. I can't do anything that's like, there's a payment plan. We've just talked about this. Like if there's a payment plan for it, I'm not paying for it. Right. But the ones from Old Navy were like. $15 or something. Okay. So, and I did like the slow train to China, like the slow boat to China for shipping. I was like, whatever, like get them here whenever. So wait, they're on, they're on my doorstep now. <laughs> wait, Missy, I'm you so can tell me, for this. you can tell me, um, is this how we learn Hillary is about to buy something when she says, I cannot buy this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, fully, it's like my lead up. Fully, fully. A lot of times when she says, I'm not going to do this. And then she literally yeah, she does, does that. it. Yeah. She does I remember it. when she was like, I cannot buy bike shorts. <laughs> right. And then it's like, that was she like had three days a, like, three <laughs> She had like three different links for it. I cannot buy yeah. these, right? And then... <laughs> We'll see what they look like. It's like when I I bought these jean shorts that I was like, I look like Huck Finn in them, and yet I wear them all the time. And you bought three more pairs. (laughs) And they don't look good, but I just keep wearing them. I don't know what's wrong with them. Did you buy... Yeah, they they look good. That's great. Did you buy those uh, wrist hand weights that look like bracelets and the, like, LeMay spandex outfit? No. I mean, I already have 
I already have like the weights. I didn't buy fancy weights. Like these are these weights are from like Academy or something. Like they're they were shitty. Um, Bridget was like the other day we went on a walk, but I was wearing I had taken a shower and I was like this is just going to be like a cash walk. And she said, "Don't you want to wear your weights?" And I'm like, "I'm not wearing my weights with my jeans." Like, and then I <laughs> <right> there. <laughs> yeah. Did you get and a fanny I, pack yet? No, but I saw. I totally fell asleep last night um, with like a fanny pack link open from Facebook on like, it was like look at these top fanny packs and I woke up and I looked and I was like oh my god <laughs> I just don't want to pay fanny <laughs> I don't want to pay $40 for a fanny pack but I want no. one that's like good but I don't want to you know but what if you pay thirty nine ninety nine? I, you know, I, you know, when I worked at the luggage store, we sold a bunch of the like, you know, little things that go under your like under your clothes for mm-hmm. when you go to Europe or whatever. Those are too small though; they're like for bills. I need something that's like, uh, you know, has a little. I just need a jans. It's got to hold a lipstick. Yeah, right? a lipstick and, and keys yeah. and my phone. Your phone. Yeah. yeah, preferably it has two different pockets because I don't want my keys and my phone to be in the same place. But like. That's basically the gist of it. <laughs> so watch out, world. It's going to happen pretty That's soon. Great. <laughs> I um, cannot buy ka-ching. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. Just can't. I love Gr- Colleen, you're like, that three was three, three, three days ago. <laughs> That's great. I'm sending all these Oaktown 357 videos of chicks and biker shorts. <laughs> Oh God, I'm pathetic. Um, oh. So yes, I understand throwing money at it only like towards myself and not and not yeah. anybody else. Right. Um, well, I'm doing fair. that. I'm like taking care of myself as much as possible as well. <laughs> yeah. It's like you yeah. do not have to worry about that. Fifty-four orders has to get spread around <laughs> a lot of people. That's actually yes. like it reminds me of when um, a couple years ago I got the Target like I got the debit card because I didn't want a credit card, but I got the Target debit card. You know, it, it saves you 5% every time you use it. And one time it said, like, you've saved this m- amount. And I was like, I, I can't do it, the math. Like, I know I should do the math. But the math, I I'm like, that's, show you. that's 5% of what? Like, that right. is horrifying. Because I, yeah. again, I $20 myself to death. Like, I'm just like, boop, 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 boop. And then I spend $100 every single time I go. Wow, they should make it some number that's not so easy to multiply to get to 100. <laughs> right, exactly. 4.75%. percent right, yeah. so much easier. Yeah. And I'll just forget about yeah. it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, okay, Missy, how are you dealing with uh, COVID? Um, I just, uh, I analyze a lot of graphs. I, uh, I pretend like I'm a scientist and I've decided May 22nd is the day that all of the data will come through and tell us what's going to happen. Like I, yeah. I, I'm fully like, I fully like, uh, like just am lying to myself by looking at COVID graphs and being like, oh, there were only a hundred new cases today. <laughs> so that means that correlates three weeks ago was Easter. And my husband's like, you don't know anything. Like why you're not an epidemiologist. <laughs> like, And I'm like, it just, it just makes me feel better to like, feel like yeah. I have a, like, I know some people are like, I don't look at the news at all. I'm like, I just look at the raw data. Like I just let, <laughs> I I let the numbers speak for themselves. Smart. So um, right. also I don't have a degree in math. So it doesn't matter. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. And, um, and that's, that's, I mean, I, I haven't been spending money cause I like the opposite. I'm like holding on to it to do something. I don't know. I started some home improvement projects. We took the hinges off, uh, the doors that I'm supposed to paint after this. And my husband did it very begrudgingly, like really looking at me. He's like, these hinges, look at these. We're not, we're going to have to replace these now. And I'm like, <laughs> 
what else do you have to do? Like, literally, what else do you have to do? Like, I'm, what what else? Okay. Yeah. Um, y- y'all are good, though, because I am going to take a nap after this. That's all I'm doing. That's, that's how I'm dealing with it. Missy's doing, like, home improvement. It's good. We're all, you know, dealing with it in our own separate ways. That is impressive. I know. I'm very impressed. There's so much that I need to do with my house, but I have no energy Mm-mm. to do it. Especially by Saturday. Mm-mm. I'm like, oh, fuck that. I'm going to watch Mm-mm. something on television. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So next topic that I we talk about a lot in our like little group chat that I think is really interesting. And I love that Phyllis is a big proponent on this. Dealing with or not dealing with mom guilt. I think yeah. kind of that's the operative. Like not even like I'm not dealing with this. This is bullshit. Right. Yeah. Even even a couple of minutes ago when you like. I, I know I caught myself saying. I'm such a bad mom. I did it. Like I am notorious for interrupting people on that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually in text situations where I just like throw it in there as a reply like, hey, you know, bad mom is a um, social construct that is yes. sexist and it shouldn't exist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's no, like, it's... Nobody's really trying to hear that every fucking time they say, oh, yes. I'm a bad mom or sardonically say I'm such a good mom. But I really do believe it's harmful. <laughs> and oh, no, so like even when I hear people, I'm just like, it's a tick where I want to like jump in and say it. But I think it even was, it might have even been um, Christy or Maybe it was one of my other friends who recently, when I did this again, said like the concept of a good dad, quote unquote, has only been around for like 20 years or Or less. Yeah, less. Yeah. 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 And it's like, that is so fucking true. And that um, there's really like, it's something that I know that it's mostly women judging themselves and then also sometimes maps to judging each other. But I really think it's bullshit and I really think it has to stop because also the more we say that stuff in front of our kids, they'll fucking weaponize that shit and internalize it and hang Mm -hmm. on to it until their parents, if they are, you know, but I've seen kids use it to try to wear their own moms down and sometimes successfully and I'm like, it's really, mm-mm, it's, it's got to stop. And so um, even if a woman says it as a joke or, you know, a lot of times they're saying it really seriously, I, I interrupt, you know, either in hopefully a joking tone if they're joking or, you know, a serious like supportive tone if they're not that like, hey, you know, that's some that's some baggage you're laying on yourself about yourself that has nothing to do with you or how you are as a person or a parent, or how your child is, or anything like, um, it just is something that I really believe needs to stop. <laughs> no, I agree, and it's like somehow just inlaid. I don't know in the way that I talk or whatever, and I don't. I mean, Dave and I will joke about stuff, but I don't really think he would ever be like, "I'm such a bad dad." I mean, he might joke no. about it, but it's not. He would it's never. Not, he wouldn't really like. No, no. I mean, we joke about it with each other when we're like, sure. we just let the kids like wild out, and we're like, right. oh, we're such good parents, but right. but not really. Like, it's not an everyday thing. And honestly, I mean, his mom did it. My parents didn't. Just the way it it has been, you know. When Dave would change a diaper. Which I, I hated changing diapers only not because of like the grossness factor. I like hate repetitive things. Like it kind of makes me like lose my, I hate backtracking so much that like changing a diaper would like kill me. So I would make him do it. And my parents and his parents would be like, oh my God, 
he's so amazing. Can you believe that he's changing a diaper? I'm like, he <laughs> is half of this child. I already gave birth to this child. Like he, like he, he should do nine all months of them. diaper changes. <laughs> yeah. Get no. the entire fuck out of here. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Like they, he does not deserve an award. Now no. I get that they were like, I love you, dad. My dad really was a great dad, but he changed my diapers occasionally. Right. And, um, I was the fifth kid. So I don't right. think he ever changed any of the other yeah. ones. Right. And so I, you know, when, when I was born, which is 1978, I think that was sort of like when things were mildly turning a little bit, but not mm-hmm. really. Um, mm-hmm. and, but yeah, like the con, like my dad was really there for me, but my mom was the one that was there doing everything. Like she did all the assignments. Like she was kind mm-hmm. of where, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm not a crafty mom. And sometimes I feel bad about that, but it's like, you know, we're all trying our best. If you're like yeah. keeping your kid fed and like not abusing them right. too badly <laughs> and <Right>. physically, <laughs> um, <clears throat> um yeah. then, and you, you know, want the best for him. Like you're a good mom. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. And everyone's going to have bad moments or whatever. And it's, oh, yeah. you know, how you respond to those bad moments and come yeah. out of them. You yeah. know, it's not like you're never allowed to have a bad moment. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that just as women, whether we're parents or not, we lay trips on ourselves about things that dudes don't ever lay trips on themselves about or um, p- other people don't lay trips on dudes about that stuff. And I think that we should aspire to be more like dudes in that way. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. So, I mean, you know, it's yeah. it's something that's just been inlaid in us for so, so long. And it's yeah. like, it's it's going to take... And I feel this a lot, too, like, with body stuff around my kids. And it's just going to take, like, being super conscious of things that you have been, like, have been in your DNA since you were born or whatever. Just, like, infiltrated into your brain since you were a kid. And it's tough. But you you have to be super conscious of it and try to break the cycle. And I appreciate it because it is definitely, like, a joke that I rely on a lot. Like, I'm such a bad mom. Um, Like, I'm wasted. Like, I'm from, like, AbFab or something. But um, but it is something. Like, I'm a good mom. Like, I am not a perfect mom, but I'm a good mom. Yeah. No one's perfect. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we shouldn't get all of our value as people from that or from what other people think of it or how we talk about it or don't talk about it. Um, There are so many ways of being that just don't figure into some template where you can say, oh, I'm good or I'm not good. And it's really not for anybody else to uh, comment on whatsoever. So that's yeah. my thing about yeah. that. Yeah. No, I like I don't awesome. even really like to think about what other people think of me as a mom or whether people are talking shit about me or anything like that. I like to not care as much as possible. And so I even try to interrupt that with myself of like, well, if I put it this way, is she going to think I'm rude or whatever and da 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 and I I try to just be like, I don't I don't care. I'm doing what I think is right, you know. Uh, And it's, and it's so crazy because I feel like, um, a lot of times the perception of how you're momming is so different than how you internally feel about it. So like, I'm always like thinking I'm fucking up or whatever, and I'm not trying hard enough with my kids. And then somebody will be like, Oh my God, your kids like seem so fun. And like, they're having such a good time during this. I'm like, I'm living a nightmare, but I'm glad that you think (laughs) that I'm doing a good job. Um, and it's like, I guess I'm putting something out there that like is better you know we're all in our yeah. heads all the time I don't yeah. know it's it's yeah. yeah it's complicated but it's good to like constantly think about it yeah it's good to yeah it's good to 
interrupt it and you know redirect it to something that you can actually feel good about whatever that is and the less that you need it validated by other people i feel like that's a good thing yeah i I do think that social media does not help because there are all there's all this performative momming yes yes like like even just among like your normal ass peer group where you know they're yelling at their kids right oh yeah and i do it too like i don't Mm -hmm. share uh, <laughs> when your I, kid's crying in the corner and you're no. like, some people do though. <laughs> some people wild. do. That's true. Uh, but usually they do yeah. it like making fun of their kids. Yeah, um, I but I, you know, like I'm, I'm out there sharing sunsets and I'm not sharing me being exhausted, yeah. like laying down yeah. on the floor of an airport lounge. Not that I would ever yeah. Do, but, um, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's okay. Like it should be fun and, and okay for people to share like their good moments and things like that. You just can't let it mean too much you know you can't let it mean too much about them or it's definitely not yourself you know yeah yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. um colleen you were saying that your guilt is a little bit uh lightened during this uh yeah it's actually really amazing um so i've been doing like uh video therapy for the last two months and my therapist a couple of sessions ago was like so like how's your you know how's your guilt and i was like oh i don't have any guilt and i'm like uh i'm like i was raised um I was raised by uh, mostly by my grandparents and like they were Catholic and one of them was Jewish and converted to Catholicism. So I'm just like all all the time. Um, And so I so I travel a lot for work. I'm gone usually two nights a week, sometimes three. Um, And so I just have all this tremendous guilt about how much I work and how much I'm gone. And like, am I repeating patterns from my childhood that were unhealthy? And am I like not available enough and like constantly um, wondering if I am doing the right thing? Um, And uh, for good for good reasons and for bad reasons, I think I'm married to like a like a real like male feminist. And so whenever I ask, like, am I doing okay? Um, should I look for something without travel? He'll be like, Oh, I think it's so important for our daughters to see their mom, like Aww. who really is good at her job and is like self-actualized in her work and like that's the more important thing. And I'm like, Okay, but if you just said like this is hard, <laughs> I would find another job. He will never say that because he does not want to um uh, dull my shine or whatever, yeah. uh, which is great. But sometimes mm-hmm. you want an excuse, right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, so, just tell me um, to stay home. I'll stay home. <laughs> yeah. So it used to be that I would like feel guilty about going to yoga like on a Sunday because I'm like, well, I'm going to be gone for bedtime tomorrow. So I can't be gone for bedtime tonight. And um, not that there is yoga now, but Mm -hmm. um, I feel like absolutely no guilt about just like, I'm going to go for a walk, like you guys have dinner and I'll be back. Like all of these things that I used to worry about because I'm just here all the time. So I don't care if I go sit in my room for a couple of hours uh, playing dumb games on my phone in order to avoid people. Um, I don't, I have zero guilt. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, yeah, because we're just there all the time and you need to have a break. I actually um, was talking to my daughter's teacher and I was saying that she was having a problem with motivation and she, the teacher who's like 30. I mean, she's a baby. I adore her, but she said, you know, our home has become everything. And so it's really confusing for them because it used to be like home was where, you know, you came to relax or whatever. Maybe you did homework, but also, but now it's just become where you work, where you exercise, where you relax, where you sleep, where you eat, you know, it's become this all in one thing. And so it's sort of confusing for them. And it's confusing for me as well, because I work really well with limits. Um, like mm-hmm. that is how I'm like, 
I just work well when somebody says this is the work and it's done at this time or whatever. And so I really do have a problem. And at night I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, Dave and I used to sort of split bedtime stuff and I'm like, it has to be you. Like you have to do it. I need same thing. Like I need to go up to the room or just sit in the kitchen and drink wine and play candy crush as per usual. And like (laughs) chat with people and not talk to anybody for a couple of hours. Cause that's like, is what's going to cool me down. I think at the beginning I did feel kind of guilty about it for whatever reason. Like there's just this gnawing, but now I'm like, no, it's for like my mental health. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I work at the same school that my son goes to. And so I would often and I don't teach him directly, but I see him every day and we commute together and home 25 minutes. What today. if y'all didn't commute together? What if you <laughs> what if put him on the bus? You should put him on a bus. <laughs> there is a bus that like kind of takes off from our neighborhood. Like it wouldn't be that bad for me to drop him off and then, you know, go. But uh, there. But so, like, and, like, my commute used to be my, like, time where, like, I used to listen to serious radio and listen to, like, adult stuff, and um, that has, like, switched. So when I would get home from school, I would be like, I need to, and plus, I work in an open area, and I do IT, so everyone asks me questions all day long. I would be like, I I need to, like, I can't talk to you. I can't help you with anything. And then my husband Mm -hmm. wouldn't get home till, like, 5.30 or 6, and I would like be ready to like murder someone because like I was just being constantly bombarded. And so Mm -hmm. my husband very nicely just finally took over all of the bedtime routine. Like I haven't put our kid to bed unless my husband's, you know, out or whatever. So like that was really nice for me because I was like, I'm with him all day long and I do all the school stuff and I do um, just, I'm with him a whole lot. So some days I'm just like, I need you to take him and leave. And I don't feel guilty about it at all because I'm like, mm-hmm. I spend a shit ton of time with this kid. So like, yeah. like yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, but now we just spend a whole lot of time together as a family. And that's, <laughs> that's, you know, they just saw him, they just saw him walk in naked uh, or yeah. in his underwear <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's like probably sitting outside my door, like just waiting for me to be done. <laughs> mom mom mommy 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 mommy. that was so funny yeah it's so weird about like the time i don't know spent with them it's like i really do try to be like okay this is the time i mean who knows how long this is actually gonna go but Mm -hmm. i'm like i get to know my kids and you know really just know their personalities because you know during the normal times like we drop them off at seven 15 or 7.30 or whatever, and then we pick them up at around 6. So, like, I don't see the... And then we're rushing to bed, basically. I mean, doing homework, rushing to bed. So it is, like, in a way, it is nice that I get to, like, spend time. Rory and I go on, you know, countless, countless walks. Bridget sometimes makes a cameo, but mostly doesn't. And it's fun to get to know him, but then at some point you're just like... I remember why I like going to work sometimes or being, you know, have (laughs) it like it's just as this mental break of like thinking about adult things or thinking about myself or whatever. I'm not just like and sometimes when Dave and I both have done this where Bridget comes in and she's like, mommy. And I know she's just asking something like help with something, but it triggers my brain to be like what what do you yeah. want yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> mm-hmm. christy is there such a thing as stepmom guilt yes so mm. uh, did you see that in the sheet i just put it in no i'm legitimately <laughs> curious <laughs> well i have the normal mom guilt that um people have like um oh like i just i we don't make lunches because i'm like that's the one thing i'm no. giving up it costs no three dollars a day i'm not doing it anymore and she likes it so i'm like i'm not doing that i cut that out of my daily thing um but 
what's weird is I have all the normal stuff, but then people say, it's almost like you're her real mom. And I'm like, oh, whack. Like, I do 100% of momming stuff. You are her real fucking mom. I mean, yeah. In every way except, like, name. Like, you're her real mom. Right. So so that kind of – and especially when it's someone – that's um, related to me by marriage that says that. Not my husband, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what if it was? And they're constantly saying it, and it's supposed to right. be like a, um, a compliment. <laughs> sure, it <laughs> and is. it's not. <laughs> right. Like, right. Actually, that's yeah. rude. Yeah. Right. Oh so rude. So, yeah, what? I have that. Um, yeah. Well, and y'all is such an interesting situation because you are her stepmom and really. A hold up you know like I said like so much of the responsibilities but like probably don't get the like as much as not like there's glamour in it but you're like you can't be like I'm the mom yeah (laughs) but yeah like it's people think you're secondary and in fact you're like the primary influence in her life you and Jeremy yeah well and I've been in her life since she was two so that's a really long time yeah and ever since she was two like her mom called the doctor and said this is her I was just just dating Jeremy. I don't even think we were really dating. We were like friends with benefits at the time. (laughs) And her mom called the the doctor and said, oh, this is her stepmom. So she's going to be in charge of (gasps) medical stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm into this. Like, (laughs) I've known this kid a month. Like, (laughs) yeah. Well, and then you really do feel a responsibility to her because this poor little kid is two years old. Like, she doesn't know from anything that is wild yeah. and my best friend now has a two-year-old and just seeing I'm like that's how old Elliot was when I met her and it's kind of cute wow. but also super sad like to see yeah um, yeah yeah so yeah. I get to deal with the um rejection um, <laughs> stuff that she has because of it and mm. abandonment oh. issues so that's cool <laughs> super mm. fun yeah mm-hmm. super fun well, I mm. waited until my 20s to deal with it, so hopefully you're doing her like a really big favor <laughs> yeah. by just oh, like yeah. getting it out now. Well, what's kind of nice is that we both have mother abandonment issues, and so like she can come to me because no mm. one, oh, I mean, Jeremy being raised evangelical, they don't know any divorced people, um, except wow. for he was like the first divorced person that his family knew. Um, wow. And yeah, very interesting. So... Um, I feel like she, everyone was divorced in my in life. the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huge. yeah. Yeah. And so she he's always like I can't help you with this situation. Like the best would be Christy to go. And so like talking about going to different houses and having different things and different rules at different houses. So mm-hmm. at least I can help her with that. Or I'm yeah. always like, "Oh, my mom lied a lot and she um drink too much and she did all this stuff so we kind of have that in common and we can talk about it Mm. a lot damn do you think she thinks from her perspective do you think that she thinks of you like um a mom or like i mean you're not in her brain like you i don't know you can't really tell me exactly that if you if you took away that word and like just gave a definition of like what moms are like supposed to do you know quote unquote what they're supposed to do she would say oh yeah that fits christy but she's hung up on the word yeah and i have a feeling that her mom might have like put that in her head 
that mm. oh she's not your mom like whatever mm. so she's always like correcting people because we also look alike um you do constantly you do. Yeah. yeah yeah like yep. people are yeah. like you look just like your mom and she's like i don't and this isn't my mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. and i i think i've said it before but when people say that they're like you look just like her i said oh yeah i waited on the playground until there was a kid that looked like me and then i started dating the dad <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and some people think that's true uh it's just weird <laughs> you're just like lingering on the playground you're like which child yeah. mm-hmm. i'm so mildly he- attracted to the dad all right let me make right. this work like, as if i have that much game to be able to do something like that <laughs> hey. but yeah i mean she's people definitely just like- say that People would say that to my stepmom, who is like Whoa. definitely has a personality disorder. Like, oh, she looks just like you, and she would just be oh. like, oh, thank you. Oh God, <laughs> she is really cute. And I didn't like as a kid. I was like, I'm getting positive attention now. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh God. Oh. Well. Yeah. No, it's interesting to me. Actually, weirdly, I was going to say like where Missy and I grew up, we didn't really know a lot. Missy, we didn't really know a lot of people that were divorced. So like <laughs> step momming or step parenting was always something that was super interesting to me. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know why people just, I don't think people didn't get divorced. Like it was some, you know, utopia or anything. I think it was sort of in the evangelical way of people were like shamed by it. It was like, okay, we're just going to like make this work. They just and... hated their spouse for their life. Oh, there yeah, was, yeah, yeah, there yeah, was totally. definitely a lot of that because like mm-hmm. one of our neighbors <laughs> tried to put a hit on his wife. So, Oh, like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool, so, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. She pretty good divorced. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Oh um, but, uh, I, when I was a kid, I was like, obs- sorry, mom and dad, I don't want you to get divorced. But like, I was like obsessed with the idea of my parents getting divorced because I thought I was such a Because of the parent trap. You thought you would get more. They make attention. it seem so yes, glamorous. <laughs> and like more presents. Like I was like, oh, I'd get so many Christmas presents. Like it'd be awesome. <laughs> you wanted a cool weekend, dad. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I love my dad. There's no way my dad would be a cool weekend dad. He would be like, let's go like watch a movie. And like, that's the extent of it. But, well, and I, no, but um, that's what dads did. And that was the cool because they don't have to do the homework. Yes. They don't have to right. like, discipline at all. I think that there's a there's a misconception that Hillary was like super spoiled. Like she was, mm. but like in comparison, I was ten times as spoiled as yeah. she was. Missy got the Missy got the Barbie dream house. I got like the Barbie like what? back house. Yes, yes. I like that was Barbie no. dream house. It was always the. It was always like I like uh, it was it was ridiculous. Like I got the get in shape girl with the ribbon in it, and she got the get in shape girl with just the weights in it. So, like as previously discussed, Missy. <laughs> got to get in shape girl oh i'm so jealous right now <laughs> I know. That's That's so it was the best and missy they had a playroom um upstairs and they had like every uh whatchamacallit every like cable channel so i would watch like cinemax and missy's playroom yes. <laughs> um and yeah, yeah it was awesome missy's house was the best yeah my house oh. was fun but they just had too many fucking kids like yeah. there were so right. many people there that it, there was like less room to escape to, but um, but yeah, but yeah, I, I, I weirdly wanted my kids, my parents to get divorced, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. Actually, they're about to, they're going to celebrate shoot fifty four years of marriage wow. this year. Wow. I know fifty four years. That's amazing. Imagine being with wow. the same person for fifty four years. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. My mom is like, I think they were having an okay time during this, but I think my mom definitely wants my dad to like go back to work. Like it's time for you to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of togetherness, you yeah, know? It's a lot sure. of togetherness. Um, yeah. uh, all right. Well, on like a more fun topic, I think we're going to talk about something that as a group we've discussed a lot. And this is the part of being a mom is great. It's very fulfilling. It's hard. As everybody says, it's, it's amazing and it's terrible. But the thing that we like to talk about the most is mom bloggers slash Instagrammers. <laughs> they make being a normal mom so fun because they're the freaking worst. And for the most part, Truly. um, <laughs> so uh, we want to talk about it a little bit. And I think the person that needs to talk about it really first and foremost is Colleen. Like I need you yep. to dive in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I have been waiting my entire life for this. Um, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Okay, so mom bloggers have been around like pretty much since the beginning of the internet. Yes. Um, but I would say maybe like probably like 2008, 2009, like mommy blogs started to like really happen. And there were a couple of bloggers. Um, one of them is Deuce, oh. who we can talk about later, but who like really <laughs> were sharing a lot about their mom experiences and then became like kind of famous for it. And as a result, companies started wanting to partner with these women writing blogs. This was like before Instagram. So they would get like free stuff. Yeah. They get vacations. They get like a minivan by essentially like monetizing their children and monetizing their motherhood, which has basically turned into like all of the moms on Instagram now. We're like, yes. everyone has to be perfect. They all like uh, their houses are all white and they all wear like all these like it's like really earth tones right now. A like, lot did you of notice? earth like, tones. Yes. Like at so Christmas there were... Like all these families around their like Christmas trees, but they were all the children were wearing like mustard and brown. <laughs> um, and that, and that's like, uh, and some of them do like as many things as like, I mean, um, Ashley Simpson just did this, right? Monetize the pregnancy test. So like oh, hashtag yeah. clear blue partner, right? Yes, right? And that's like, like B-list celebrities, like on down to like normal mommy bloggers with like a hundred thousand followers. So they go like right from then. And like girl pregnancies are way more monetizable than boy pregnancies. So like Ew. there's this. There's, like, a Mormon mommy blogger who um, has recently been through some drama, and she has twin girls. And, like, there's all this speculation that they did IVF specifically <gasps> for twin girls to, like, keep their Ew. brand going. Um, yeah. So Whoa. I'm obsessed with them. I spend – I have, like, a whole separate – I have a Finsta that I follow <laughs> bloggers and brands on so they don't, like, mess it's up my, my favorite whole... thing in the world. <laughs> Me too. It's like, I don't want them to, like – if you follow them in your regular feed because of the algorithm, then you won't see your friend stuff, right? But then mm. if I ever need to, like, troll someone because I am feeling powerless, um, like I did earlier this week, uh, is a great thing to have. And, um, and then like, I spend a lot of time, I never comment, but I spend a lot of time, like in the evenings when I'm laying in my children's dark bedroom, waiting for them to fall asleep. I like to lurk on the Reddit blog snark subreddit, um, where people spend a lot of time talking about mommy bloggers and, um, these like horrible influencers. And it just like really feeds a deep hole in my core. Uh, <laughs> my therapist says it's okay. This is the second time I've brought my therapist on this, but I truly did once go to my therapist and I was like, do you know what hate? following is <laughs> she's I like that you asked permission uh, for this because <laughs> i just want to know if it was healthy or not and she said right. it's she said it's fine so um, and then uh, she's like have... what was that reddit thing again <laughs> <laughs> right it's a good one missy told me about that one because i used to go to what's the um 
go me. You the, used to we used to do go me, which is like go me, yeah. which is like Awful. get off my innards, and, and it like makes you want to like it kills your soul. It's so it bad. Does. People are the worst on there. But yeah, blog snark <laughs> is a little bit funnier. Well, um, I like to oh. I like to find mommy bloggers that like live near me or live in my town. Um, therefore, <laughs> like I can be like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. Like especially like the Houston ones. I'm like, you don't live in Houston. The Woodlands is not Houston. Like, like, so I can somehow feel like I see their perfect houses with their like perfect children, but I'm like, oh, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know the real Houston. They don't know the yeah. real Denton. Or like that picture wasn't taken today. It's raining. Yes. Like, <laughs> right. Like that. Yes. Like in November when they're all like, look at my cozy sweaters. I'm like, it's 95 degrees. Like, no yes. No one in Texas is like wearing a sweater right now. That's yeah. not happening. Oh my God. It's there so- is a mom blogger in Florida who's originally from Michigan and she's oh, obsessed Kelly. with the seasons. I know who you're talking about. Kelly, yes. yes. <laughs> it was Kelly Hampton. Uh, her blog is called Enjoying the Small Things Vomit. Yes. And, ETST. Um, yeah, and she, uh, she like, starting in August, she lives in fucking Florida. And starting in August, she will post herself in, like, wool sweaters with the fireplace on because no. she's just obsessed with fall. So she can do fall swipe-ups, right, and make money <laughs> off of it. But it's, like, it's 110 degrees and 110% humidity where yeah. you live. Like, it's, what are do you, you think doing? She blasts oh. her, her AC to be able to take that picture. She's, yeah, she's like very sweating. Strange. Well, yeah, because definitely Kelly Hampton and deuce and a, you know a couple other ones are, are like that this is how they make money and this they monetize mm-hmm. every part of their lives to which like in 2008 or something i was like okay like whatever i mean that seems fine and now it just seems so gross especially as the kids get older and older it's right. like they <clears throat> i think about it a lot obviously not too much but with my kids and posting about them on social media it's like I have, they haven't given me permission or anything and they are, this is going to trail them for the rest of their lives. I I didn't have, you know, that as a kid, but I I try to keep it like, you know, a little bit positive or a a little bit like, you know, vanilla. And these people are posting about everything, like every piano recital, every, you know, misstep or Mm -hmm. awkwardness and it's, or, or like their own awkwardness. And it's like, it's fine but also it just seems at some point it seems gross well and and Mm -hmm. y'all y'all in uh a previous episode had like talked about your stalking capabilities and like since i like to follow people who live near me i can often like figure out where their kids go to school like really easily like if i can do it like like it just makes me worried about like i'm you know i like about real creepers just not fake creepers like me but like (laughs) real ones and it's like you're putting all these things out here and like two triangles I can figure it out like what where you are and what you're doing and that's just you know I don't know and also like the permission thing like I've I used to post a lot about Miles and now like he's very much like please don't post that please don't like like you know and not that he's embarrassed but like he's just like I'd like I just I don't want that out there and I'm like okay that's fine like I'm like but I know that some of these women are like oh no 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 I have to like they have to to like won't mm -hmm. have yeah, that's their Ooh. job. Yeah, right. 
People aren't interested in buying your image like just as a woman, right? What they're interested in is buying your image as a mother. Like yes. that's what's sellable is the fantasy of motherhood. And there's like so there are some subgenres of mommy bloggers. So like um I went down a hole and I got out of the hole very quickly of they they call themselves prairie mamas. And so no, they no, no, like no. they wear clothes that look like they might be from the 1800s. Like they um they dress their children in like fucking pinafores and like oh. just like the kids never have shoes on and like they all have chickens and they all have it looks like they live in the middle of nowhere many of them just live in a suburb and they just use the right angle yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah. and but there's like and there are a couple of them who actually like like they decorate their homes so they look old-timey and most of them homeschool their kids mm. and are One these are these ones typically like evangelical or, or Mormon or are they just kind of like we're natural? I think they're just mostly natural. Yeah. Like I don't know how churchy the prairie mamas are, but they're very strange. <laughs> and they always have like many kids, and then they'll take these pictures of like their kids without shoes on, wearing like old timey dresses, like lined up sitting on a sink, like eating a peach or whatever. And then like they're making money off of that image of this yeah. like super weird thing. And two of the prairie moms, so one is named Old Joy, and as far <laughs> as I can tell, their family doesn't make money at all. Like her husband is like a library assistant part-time somewhere and they live they've moved around a lot i think because they like cannot afford their their homeschool prairie lifestyle um she's pregnant with their fifth child oh, jesus yeah uh and she loves being pre- it's gross um <laughs> <laughs> and so they had to sell their like perfect prairie mama house, which was purchased by another prairie mama blogger named Mama Waters, okay. who is about to open a store based on selling her prairie lifestyle. It's truly strange and incestuous. It's like yeah. it's like Laura Ashley. It's like the 80s yeah. or something. I have yeah, so many questions weird. for you. Number one, yes. do you think this is a sexual fetish? The prairie lifestyle. <laughs> like oh. people are getting off on this, right? Like someone. Maybe. Is. Somebody might, somebody might be, yes. And number two, do you think these women keep getting pregnant because it's a cash cow? Like, their kids are, like, the reverse of our kids. Like, (laughs) they're making them money. Okay, so I think a couple of things. I Mm -hmm. totally think that that's part of some of these people who make money off of their lifestyle, that they consider that, like... um, like the like love Taza, like yes. having another kid was absolutely part of making more money because they were Ugh. selling that having kids and like babies are cute, right? Yeah. And you need like a bunch of shit for babies all the time. So <laughs> yeah, it makes you a lot of money. I think some of these women are also just like really obsessed with being pregnant and being the center of attention and having a baby yes. makes you the center of attention. Yes. And yep. so I think that that's definitely part of it and i think we all know women in real life who are like that too yes, totally. but thank god none of the people i know in real life like that actually like put it on the internet yeah, too. Yes. yeah. um what about these pregnancy tests do you think those are actually peed on tests or do you think uh, they send them one from the company that says positive pregnant yeah god i hope they send them yeah I too. i'm always like zooming in to see if it's see there's, there's droplets on it <laughs> Gross. Oh my god. Okay, Colleen, I want you to go down more of the the categories because yes. oh, I'm like okay. cracking up. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I talked about prairie mouse. Okay. Yes. So, um, so mm-hmm. what do I want to talk about? So I would love to talk about sort of the rich moms because yes. I think this is very interesting because I don't think that there was the category of like rich mommy bloggers until I would say maybe the last five years. Yeah. Like I think the, um, economic uh bubble yeah. that we yeah. have been in for a long time uh until recently has been um really great for these women to just like be obscenely rich but also mom bloggers like i can't remember her name but there's this one lady who like um fully like it's just all designer clothes and private planes with like a toddler in front of it basically oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> But there are some who are, like, very, like, rich, aspirational. Most of them are Mormon, so um, barefoot blonde. Her name is Amber Fillerup, um, which I'm, like, so <laughs> – she's Mormon, so maybe she never got made fun of for that. But anyway. Um, and uh, Rachel Parcel. So they're both, like, ultra-rich Mormons. And they have, like um, – like, I think it's Barefoot Blonde. Like, her house has, like, a basketball court inside of it. Like, oh. and they're just, like, constantly, like, building these, like, giant McMansions and, like, just this, this like, crazy shit. And Rachel Parcell is, like, she has, like, a whole room in her house where she can just, like, go to cut her flowers. Like, that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> and they both recently went through, like, big home renovations and just, like, these wild-ass mansions. And their kids' rooms don't look like kids' rooms at all because they're, they want to be, like, aspirational to adult women who might buy the wallpaper, you know? So, like, Rachel Parcell's daughter, whose name is Isla Rose. Isla Rose's bedroom is like fully looks like Versailles. Like it is not a bedroom for a three-year-old girl. <laughs> and um, it's just like really sad. Um, but people just like totally eat it up. Like um, Amber from Barefoot Blonde, she has like a hair extension line that she's had for a really long oh, time. Course. She huh? started selling shampoo and like hair <laughs> products. And- <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> um she started selling hair products at Sephora. And then Rachel Parcell sells these, like, um, modest dresses because she's Mormon at um, Nordstrom. And they, like, sell out all the time. Really? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. And then there's, like, so there's another uh, – there are two who actually both have had, like, huge downfalls recently because of COVID. So one is Ariel Charnas, who's not Mormon. She's Jewish, which is, like, very interesting in the world of mommy bloggers. Um, but she's, like, super rich. Like, rich enough that her family um, tried to, like – get a reality show calling themselves the East Coast Kardashians. Oh, um, very no. bad. Um, like, she lives in, like, an um, $8 million penthouse in New York, um, nice. in Manhattan, and um, she and her husband got COVID and fled to the Hamptons. Oh, and when they fled to the, the Hamptons, Hamptons, they did. They, like, had a Wi-Fi installer come to their house while oh, they were... They and they, like, went around while they were positive with a broker who apparently caught COVID from them. Of course. Did Truly they have a nanny? Awful. Yes, because yes, they have a nanny. Yes. Yeah. And this oh. is, like, the kind of woman who, um, like, the this, like, aspirational life is different from sort of, like, the suburban Utah McMansion. Like, this and this other woman, um, Naomi, whose blog is called Love Taza, yeah. they took a lot of pictures, like, in the middle of a crosswalk in Manhattan in whatever clothes <laughs> you could swipe up on, right? And they are, like, very thin and have, like, very um, specific style. Like, yeah. Naomi's kind of, like, quirky. Like, she's very, like, I'm Zoe Deschanel kind of person, um, except she had like five children living in an apartment in Manhattan. Um, And uh, Naomi always called it the upper best side. Um, So so they both 
fled New York over the last month and have experienced like this huge backlash as a result of it because they thought they were going to get content out of it, basically. Like it was pretty clear that they were going to try to do like, oh, we're, you know, like we're leaving and we're going to try to monetize this and no one wanted to do it. And um, so uh, Naomi actually had this like huge downfall where like they had enough money. So someone on Blogsnark found their apartment listing because their apartment was available like immediately after they left in this RV. Um, So they definitely were leaving New York or moving somewhere else. And they were paying $7,000 a month for their apartment. Like that's how much money they were making. Her husband, um, who they call Papa, who always has uh, popped collar and suspenders on. He's truly disgusting. And he has a beard. He's beardy, right? Yeah. Of course, hipster. Gross. He's so gross. Um, So he he worked for the blog. Like, he had had a finance job and then quit and to work full-time on the blog. That's how much it was supporting them. And then this move, there was such backlash that they had, like, a big – a number of sponsors dropped out. And she just announced last week that she – like, he got a job. Like, a real – like, he had to go back to work at a real job. It's so weird because none of the people in these situations have jobs. Like, their job is to take pictures, yet they all have nannies. Yeah. yeah that's always you need to stop having kids yeah that's always my question like when when just the whole influencer thing drops out like how do you go get a real job how do you explain like the gap the five-year gap in employment like oh i was yeah, taking pictures yeah. of my wife like i don't uh, <laughs> is he, was he a brand manager i don't know, I don't know right. but the brand is your actual family yeah, yeah. Well, right yeah. and I am hoping that that's the thing that dies after COVID is that influencers Mm. just aren't a thing anymore because it just seems like a lot of them have gone down for things like this. And it just Mm -hmm. seems so gross to be, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they can't, they're like, they're not being able to monetize in this way. And then you realize without all of the like hashtag ads, hashtag spawn, there's like, sometimes there's just not a lot there anymore. Like, and that's the thing was like, people talk about with like Deuce and the kind of like original mommy bloggers is that they used to be interesting. And then it just got proliferated with ad, 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 and just became Mm -hmm. inauthentic. But they, but they also like to talk about like, oh, the only reason why I can continue this blog is if I do this sponsored content. And so mm. just finding the like balance between those two things seems very hard for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. or just don't do yeah. it, right? Just like don't sell your life. I really wonder about these kids, like Deuce's kids, their entire lives, especially the bad stuff. Like her brand is like this like radical authenticity and that woman is like deeply mentally ill. Oh, and so God. she radically shares that. And like those kids' entire lives and struggles have been out there. And like, how is that going to impact them yeah. later mm-hmm. on? And that yeah. they were like totally monetized and unlike child, like child actors, right? It's not like these parents have to buy law set aside money no but i would say like taz's kids if they're in an ad for you know matching glittery toms like shouldn't they get some of that money for being in that ad like any other working child yep huh i wonder i want i I bet there's nothing because it's under her name so there's like there's no way yeah. yeah. Or like thinking about your childhood memories and thinking about like a beautiful vacation that you had and how much fun you had and realizing that that was like all sponsored by Volkswagen <laughs> and <laughs> like all the pictures are were sold and that's right. what yeah. paid for it. But they probably well, know and, because they were photo directed, you know yeah, what I mean? And, the, and their mom the whole time was like trying to get the best selfie or whatever and not mm-hmm. actually spending quality right. time. So it's gross. Oh my yeah, god. Um, I just feel bad for people who read this stuff 
and take it in and don't hate read it because hate reading it's fun but like people actually <laughs> there's people i mean because they're making money so people are actually yeah. reading this stuff and taking it in and being like oh i just love dose deuce douche i just love her and she's an inspiration and i want to be 80 pounds like her and wear an oh, evening gown yeah. on my patio like people actually yeah. think that oh man so that is like my favorite category of mommy bloggers which is the moms who like should not be blogging um and they typically don't have that big of a following but it's like they cannot let go of the attention and the validation and they like all definitely are mentally ill um but they blog and like share things that are like totally inappropriate and awful and like um like the things everyone thinks about their kids but maybe wouldn't say out loud because you're having a bad day they will say that out loud on the internet to hundreds of thousands of followers um or they just do like really terrible stuff so one of them is my favorite her name is um jenna and um she's actually local to us she now lives in west seattle and um she's uh she's definitely a narcissist and um (laughs) as far as i can tell she has like no actual friends in real life like at one point she actually like put up posters around her new neighborhood saying she was new to the neighborhood and wanted to make friends (laughs) so um she has two kids and she hates her kids like it's very obvious that she hates her kids and um And she has done, like, really awful stuff. Like, her four-year-old, she, like, used her preschool art as kindling in the fireplace, which (gasps) we have all disappeared preschool. Yeah, of course. Recycle it, though. We have absolutely all disappeared it. (laughs) So what Jenna did was she actually, like, did that. Her daughter saw it and started crying. And she took a picture of her daughter crying and put it on Instagram and said, like, how do you deal with these fake tears? Like, just, like, truly I'm going to need to know what this is called. Like, what's her? Yeah. Yeah. Her Instagram handle is, um, well, currently it's uh, living absolutely because she thinks that she's some kind of, like, uh, life guru. So she just took a break for mental health on the internet, but she just came back and she came back yesterday and she like like has like a lot of problems um and she took some she thinks she's a photographer she took some nude photographs of herself in the forest and so if you dm her she'll send them to you (laughs) oh my god did your finsta get those (laughs) no no No. um yeah so she's like she very clearly so like there are a couple of bloggers that i like because of sort of like some of sort of my lingering like psychological stuff because my stepmom was like definitely a narcissist and like definitely she was like really cruel to me this woman and another woman um who used to blog as gluten-free girl they're just like mean narcissists who are mean to their kids and it uh it really helps me work through those issues by watching them and having a reaction and then like going over to blog snark and reading other adults being like this is wrong and it's not those kids fault it has totally actually helped me work out some stuff um and it makes me feel so good about myself to not be like feel that way about my children or like my marriage or any of that stuff yeah (laughs) that's amazing no no, it is good and like you know this is like amped up social media when you see something on social media of one of your friends and you're like oh I kind of feel guilty like I'm not doing that or they're doing such a better job with with these ladies I don't know if I ever felt like uh, you know I compared myself or anything but there's definitely an aesthetic that if you kind of pick up on it you're like oh I kind of like that maybe but then you just have to realize it's all capitalism like that's all it is they're all just trying Mm -hmm. to make money and it's kind of gross and you know it it exacerbates whatever uh, mental illness that they already have and kind of yeah shines a big light on it 
<clears throat> and so yeah, it does feel good going to Blog Snark to be like, oh, okay, my my intuition was not wrong. Like, mm. there's something kind of wrong yeah. with these with these ladies. I mean, definitely like back in the heyday of like blogs before Instagram was a thing. Like, I would sit at work. This was when I was in the LA office. And I would just like read these blogs like like they were diary and like it was like a book or something. And I would Same. just sit there and just like peruse them. The best is when you would find this is not a mommy blogger, but the best when you you would find some chick who was like doing a dating blog and you're like, yes, you're such a disaster. I love this so much. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> and you would start at the beginning. I'm like going oh. off to the side, you know, or like categorize in months. And I'm like, let's start at the very beginning. Like <laughs> yeah. hopefully no work comes in. But, um, and I used to watch this, this um, YouTube series called Momversation. Granted, I did not have children at the time. Like there was no reason for me to watch this, but this is how, you know, like Deuce was on it and a couple other people were on it and they would just like talk about, they would bring up a subject like circumcision, talk about it. And they would all like give their little round table discussion. And, um, um, what is her name? The, she's from St. Louis. See, this is why she's such a fraud. Cause she was just trying to find a way to make money and now she's found it. But, um, she's super conservative, <laughs> like super conservative. Shoot. Hold on. Um, conservative. I'm going to, but she was on this and she wasn't that conservative. And now I'm like, oh, you're just trying to find a way. St. Louis. Once I say her name, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know she is. She used to be on Fox News sometimes. Yes, that's what I meant. Not Phyllis Schlafly. Dana Lash. Is her, it's like Losher Lash or something. She was on hmm. Fox News a whole bunch. And she's like really into guns. Like that's her thing is like being yeah. super duper into guns. But she Fun. used to try to be like a mommy blogger. Like that was her like entry into it. But for whatever reason, she like kind of couldn't um, latch on. And it's so gross to see somebody just like, okay, what's going to work? What's going to work? Like how am I? What's my angle on like my mom situation? Mm. Um, There's a... Anyway. There's a group of mommy bloggers um, referred to as the McKinney Mommy Mafia in McKinney, Texas, where it's like this one lady named oh my God. Mix and Match Mama and then another mm-hmm. one. I mean, they show up in Blog Snark and on Gomi a lot, but it's like three or four of them. And McKinney's not a huge town. I mean, it's no. like, no, it's like, a it's like as small as the, it's maybe a little bit bigger than the town that I live in. So it's probably like a hundred thousand people. And there's like three or four major influencer mom influencers who live there. And so like, and they all show up in each other's blogs and they all show up in each other's Instagram feeds. And it's oh just, I mean, it, and it's just kind of crazy. And like, I see it, and then, of course, I go into, like, Blog Snark, and they're like, blah, 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 McKinney, oh, you know, this really nice area of Dallas. And I'm like, that's not Dallas, and that's not a nice area either. But, like, I mean, I'm sure it's totally fine. It's just me being a snob. But I was like, <laughs> I'm from Dallas, I know. But it's <laughs> – but it was just – I'm just like, how did these, like, people who – all their kids go to the same – like, that's my thing. It's like, I don't have anyone who goes to my school whose parent is an influencer. Hillary and I have a high school Thank friend God. who's trying to become an influencer, and that's been very interesting oh. to watch. So, yes. <laughs> it's the worst so. when you see them trying, and you're, I, there's a girl that I used to work with, and she's definitely trying to be like a fit mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, good for like you. Make that money, but. Um, oh. Can we talk about women calling themselves mama? That's <laughs> 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 my. Biggest pet peeve. That is like a big mommy blogger thing too. It's yes. like mama and papa. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. Right? There's no there's no mom and dad in the blogger world. And then they refer to themselves in the third person, right? So if you look at their this mama if you look says, at their uh, like Instagram profiles, it's always like mama to three littles. Oh, <laughs> that's so gross. And they often no. all get shirts that say this like if you're the hip mom, you wore the shirt that said mama bird on it. And then if oh, you were and but then if you were like a so normal bird. mom, like a reg, like starbucks drinking mom you wear the mama bear shirt so like oh, you know and then the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yes wait I does mama clear. bird mean you like chew up their food and spit it in <laughs> <laughs> like alicia silverstone style uh, please i don't know but my oh, my friend kathy oh, has gross. that shirt and so i hope she doesn't listen to this sorry kathy <laughs> i so, just hate that when like i see that i i'm not part of these mommy blogs but i'm writing them all down so i'm going to be um <laughs> but especially on mom Facebook where it's like, and then the coach didn't put my kid in. So I mommy bared or what is it? Mommy, mama bear, mama, mama bear. bear. My mama yeah. bear came out and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> put, I hate put mama bear back in. And mama is baby talk. And we're trying to raise adults and they don't say mama. So Bridget it. did. Bridget did have a time like a couple months ago where she was calling me mama. And I was like, stop calling me that. Like, I'm so rude. I'm like, I'm mommy or I'm mom. Like, don't and it's hard mama. in Texas yeah, because they're like mama. Like it just it's like it sounds really. <laughs> but it's cute when a kid says it. But when a grown woman calls themselves yes. that oh. it's. Ugh. <laughs> so I would like I think the last category of um mommy bloggers that I want to talk about is singular, which is the thirstiest who mommy blogger, uh, Eva Eva Amuri Martino, oh! who is Susan Sarandon's daughter. She's the and best. She, she is the best worst follow in the whole world. She's so thirsty. And she just like I mean, it was only maybe like three or four years ago that she just decided to become a mommy blogger. So like a lot of these, it happened like sort of organically, but it very clearly for Eva was a business decision. And she has monetized like every aspect of her life, but I don't even think she gets very much engagement out of it. And she seems to be like quite lonely in her giant recently sponsored, renovated Connecticut home, right? <laughs> yes. Where her ex-husband is living in the guest house. Uh, no. with like an, And he <laughs> yes. recently like bleached all of his hair. Like he's definitely having oh. a crisis. Oh. Oh and she like had, she constructed the absolutely perfect, like most monetizable life that you could possibly have with like two children who were very cute and like was renovating this house and like every piece of it was sponsored and everything about her is sponsored she's like very tall and thin so like she looks really good in clothes and she can like i fuck her way into any situation (laughs) and then they got pregnant she got pregnant with a third kid and they got divorced like while she was pregnant (sighs) like she was like four or five months pregnant and they were like we're uncoupling and, and they tried so, to make it so like it's okay. We came to this from like a right. joint place, and you're like, this is a loving conclusion, no. <laughs> right? Like, there's absolutely no way that that happens. That you would kick somebody out while you were pregnant, unless like shit was very bad. Yeah. And then she's like, uh, she her entire facade crumbled as a result yeah. of that because it was all built up for the blog, and so right, it's very which interesting. Is called- she's like. Uh, it's called Happily Ever After. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's the best. Oh, sorry. Continue. Colleen's still laughing. Oh. <laughs> 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 
coming back from maternity leave, uh, like I think this week. So I'm really excited to see what her, uh, hashtag <laughs> Wait, content is going to be have, like. Didn't she? Oh. Like the baby's like, like the baby has to earn its keep. <laughs> yeah, baby's exactly. Like, it's like six weeks or at most. That baby's got to start earning his yeah, money. You, it's a boy, can't. so she's got to work twice as hard. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Oh my tough God. stuff, oh, no. yeah. But I think like overall, it just goes to like I don't know, like make this. There's everything is kind of catch, sorry, catchphrased a little bit, um, and it gets to be so gross. Like I see you were done. It's like coffee, wine, like my bun, my top knot, <laughs> and and it just is so like. My uppers, you know, my downers. <laughs> I see Phyllis has her mom bun today. I got I my do. mom bun too. <laughs> yes. yes. It's hashtag like, mom bun. It's right. all fi- like it's all fine. Like it's all good. It just it makes this kind of like it monetizes this part of your life that you're like I don't know. I'm just trying to like keep my head above water right now, oh, and right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just trying to do the best that I possibly can, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Get on people, make that money or whatever. But when it goes to like kind of shaming people, it, it gets to be icky, and I hate it. But I will read it. But I hate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do rely then- on Colleen's like. Hate follow totally. screenshots and oh, stuff because yes, I had best. no idea who these <laughs> people either. were. I'm sorry. And then, like, thanks to the screenshots, like, then I got excited when I was watching like a 25 year old episode of Friends, and I was like, "Oh my god, Eva Marie Martino is in one of these with her <laughs> yes. mom." I was like yeah. shocked. I was like, "Oh my god, I know who this is. I know this. I know is. this person." <laughs> thanks to she, Colleen. She- been in like one of the first movies Dave and I saw together maybe the first movie Dave and I saw together was saved and she was in it and she was that's good. a good like, movie she was like a it good little a good, actress yeah. Man, um, but yeah. I guess she probably wasn't finding success so it was like okay how I do I make I don't think work? being an actress is nearly as lucrative as yeah. being a successful mommy blogger but you just have to keep churning out content like literally out of your vagina well and that's like Ugh. like the the joke about like kate hudson that she just like kind of gave up on being an actor and was like i'll sell leggings instead like it's way yeah, more right. like my life's so much better now like i don't have to pretend Jeez. so but yeah. honestly how many of you how many of you would sell out to make like let's say three million dollars a year mm. Mm. that's pretty mm. good do yeah. we have to sell out do we have to yeah, like, like what do i have to like, put out there what do i have to sell out right you have to like basically have Ava, Ava's life. Uh, oh. I mean, like my whole thing is like, how much do I actually have to work for that? Like, like yes. if it's just I could slap my name on something, She's putting out, who cares? Like a right. post every day, right? Ugh. Like she only has to do one post a day. But yeah, that, that woman lays in bed reading books, like inspirational books before <laughs> she goes to sleep every night, right? Yeah. Well, like, reading, quote unquote. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, I would put my name and my face on a lot of stuff for three million yeah. bucks. Right? But like, yeah, I know. I don't want to have to put my kid out there, or yeah. you know, like yeah. pose with my husband for this or that, or or yeah. keep my you house know, like, clean enough to like be an influencer. Oh, like, there's well, can, no way for three million dollars you can pay someone. To I guess, do it. yeah. Then you're you then can. You're oh, yeah. You have a whole team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, and like, then you go to that yeah, that one just, kitchen they all use. So, right. Know, oh yeah, the, that's the, right. That with the cutting boards, yes. it's like oh, a rented God. place. <laughs> yeah. Don't they? They have a rented place, like one in LA and one in New York, mm-hmm. right? Where oh. they all go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I don't yeah. know if I could do the performative happiness part of it. Like, that I'd have to be, be one of those, like, I'd have to be, like, ramshackle glam, where I'd have to be, like, constantly <laughs> struggling, and that would have to be my brand. Like, I could not be, uh, I could not be a barefoot blonde. I just, I, like, definitely have to be the mom who's, like, I am using peel and stick tile, and I messed yes. up, and, like, monetize that as opposed yeah. to so, my, like, happy So marriage. which mo- totally. mommy blogger are you? Because I'm, I'm the crafty mommy blogger. Like, I already know it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, yeah. yes. like oh, like, I make stop motion with my son and then i would just monetize that somehow although we did try and do some branded content this week so. oh yeah that was great uh, we it. did not get paid for that though whatsoever so <laughs> we're, we're doing it wrong we gave it away for free so hillary what would you be what what oh, who geez. are you i'm you're the fit I mean, mommy I think... like diary of a she's fit mom, mom. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not no no she's a fitness no. mom for sure <laughs> You would get free bike shorts. Let's think about that. Think about the things you want and need as many workout crop tops as I want. Um, I mean, it might be a combo of like fit mom, but also calling like yours, like I'm a mess mom, kind of like, I don't know. Um, But then it's so weird because you're like performing that as well. Where you are just like, you know, it's all a performance and it seems, I don't know, kind of. That's a part But listen, I'll fucking sell out to anybody. I mean, I'm not going to sell out my child though. I, I one time was like, she could she could be a model and Dave was like think about Lindsay Lohan don't yeah. start her on right. yeah, think about the ones that go bad um, but uh, I definitely would I would sell out like if it's three million dollars a year yeah, sure for three like, million dollars I'd be that fucking pioneer mom like I wouldn't <laughs> care like sounds like such a miserable life right but it only does. like an hour a day right I don't know oh. chickens last a long time though like, that's <laughs> like a commitment and I need, to, I need to skip back for a second to that family with the chickens and the no shoes if you have chickens yeah. you need shoes yeah. yes truly yes well, so that yeah. and that they don't take care of those chickens that goes to the the other prairie blogger who was doing foraging and like writing yes. writing about how to forage for food and made a cookbook that mm-hmm. would poison people and told people to eat uncooked rice. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. yes, yes, yes. Oh, and she oh, got she like got taken down. She's recently come back and she's still like very committed to her aesthetic. So she just recently posted this picture like she built a soccer go- goal out of sticks. <laughs> like, <Come on. laughs> they're so you committed to the prairie thing. In, like, I can't. <laughs> Or like she's so some of these women are the prairie moms too are like very committed to like extended breastfeeding as well, which sort of like do your thing, right? But like she posted a picture of like I think her youngest kid is three. She was she came home from a run and it was this picture of like, oh, I came home from a run and like what a gift that like they were waiting for me. And like straight up her kids were like, All right, you were gone for forty five minutes, and so like I need a hit, right? Like no boundaries, like no like there's like definitely something going on. Her husband is a professional chalk artist as what? well those <laughs> people are thing. like that like um that like house hunters joke where it's like he's a professional chalk artist and yeah. she's a foraging blogger <laughs> yeah. and their budget is three million dollars right right, right. That's, that's wild yeah. yeah i have to say uh, i did hire a professional chalk artist once. you did <laughs> what for for work um i was running a regional news service and we were getting our headshots and our group shots retaken and having like an all-day meeting in this like hip portland hotel and I was like, I want to, like, they showed me, you know, pictures of the room when I signed the contract and it had chalkboards around it. And I was like, I want to hire a chalk artist to draw our company logo on the chalkboard. And, like, I have to say, like, people loved it. 
Yeah, so was that? They did I'm sorry, was that awesome hard for job. you to find in Portland? No, <laughs> it was super easy. There was too many. She had to like go. It was days of interviews. It's just so, so many Yelp reviews. Let me see your portfolio. It's amazing. Can you draw a turnip? Let's see how you how you draw it. Is that locally foraged? Yeah. Oh my god! I only want organic chalk to be used. <laughs> And she, yeah, um, she did an awesome job. She nailed it. My reporters were like, "Oh my god!" Like everybody loved it. We posed in front of it. Like it was cool. Um, so yeah, shout out to the chalk artists. <laughs> I couldn't have done that. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> well, do we have anything more to say on on bloggers? I mean, we I could go on for educated hours and yeah, very influenced. Thank you. I have a, I have a long note. Of all the ones I'm going to check out, I'm, I'm just so there, I'm ready to make my there finsta. Is... Like I didn't, I I, I, I <laughs> yes, thought teenagers yes. only use that to like post risque pictures away from their parents. I never thought about it's like my old Hotmail account that's just a sign up for old Navy coupons. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> it's actually a really good way to just get around the Instagram algorithm okay. because if yeah. you mm-hmm. go out and follow someone like uh eva uh, marie martino then like you're gonna lose like three of your friends who only post once a week because of the algorithm so it helps you to just keep it in one spot and then if you are like in a bad mood and need to feel better about yourself or, like need to like get out some feelings then you can just go right to that spot which is also kind of nice i love that you're like when i need to comment because i feel powerless <laughs> that's so great I'm self-aware. I'm like not doing anything about it, but I am aware of it. And you tie it all together and and like, you know, with with going over to the blog snark and like feeling validated and recognizing where that's coming from. Like, I actually think your therapist is right. Like, that's like kind of a cool way to deal with it without like, you know, inflicting it on your coworkers or whatever. Yeah. yeah, well, that is like, true. Yeah, yeah, try not to inflict it's on your coworkers. Right? Well, yeah. also, yeah. we it. can tell Colleen, go to your Finsta. <laughs> right. Can you go check it out, please? Yeah, DM go this person with your Finsta <laughs> right. for us. So what we didn't talk about, though, is we didn't talk about why so many of them are Mormon, which is very oh, interesting. Yes. Oh. So, like, I would say, like, the vast majority of successful mommy bloggers are Mormon. And, like, many bloggers um, just, like, even, like at the very beginning of the blogging thing where like many of them were Mormon and like there are some families of mommy bloggers. So there's like design mom, uh, Oh, happy day and say yes to Hoboken. They're all sisters. <laughs> say yes to Hoboken. Uh, but like yeah. sister, sister, she might just be saying yes. No. Right. No sister. Okay. So they're like, it's like three of eight kids. They're all mommy bloggers and like mm. different kinds of mommy mm. bloggers. Um, mm. But like, they're all, bloggers and so like i so i asked one of my ex-mormon friends about it and he had a whole thing about like how like your women are encouraged to journal like very early on as like part of like keeping a record oh um and so that just becomes like a part of a thing and then i guess that um do you guys remember like when the killers were really popular and there was that i am a mormon Mormon, campaign yeah so right around that same time of that i am a mormon campaign that the guy from the killers was on um they did this push where they wanted Mormon women to like, like create blogs to help sell this like beautiful image of being LDS. Um, And then they all like kind of, you have an immediate like social group of people on the internet because you have this one thing in common and there's like Mormon supporting Mormons, right? So it like boosts their signal like very quickly, but it's really strange. And there's like a total obsession with like women being perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Like Salt Lake City has more plastic surgeons than LA per capita. There's like, a new Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and I'm so excited, excited about it. I know. What? 
Yeah, is, I cannot wait. Is, is I know. Barefoot oh Blonde, is she Mormon? I think so, so yeah. Like the, wow. Even though, like, Even though they wear they bikinis wear, Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, she was, like, a bikini mom blogger. Like, it's a very, like, but I thought, I don't know how that works, because I thought you wore the underwear. Yeah. Uh, well, that is something that I have looked into. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is, so they're, so you're supposed to wear garments or like it's allegedly a choice to wear garments, right? Or you're supposed to be dressed modestly, right? Um, but that doesn't apply for things like bathing suits and workout wear. And so you'll see many of these people like Barefoot Blonde or like Rachel Parcell, they're in their athleisure 24-7. So like maybe they took an eight-minute run, but that's yeah. like their excuse to not have to dress like Got modestly, it. basically. Ah. Wow. Okay. And Barefoot Blonde really like she posted a picture. Did you see the picture last week, Missy, where it was like you could tell that she had been freshly waxed? Like it was like uh, <laughs> I did Whoa. not. I will go now. That's uh, not modest, yeah. is it? Well, no, she's in a hammock, and you're like, oh, okay, that's not modest. Yikes. But it's a bathing suit, so it's just occasional. Well, her husband <laughs> to make him happy, I guess. Oy, oh my yay. god. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we could keep going on. On <laughs> yeah, and it's it's That's endless. Incredible. There's so many, wow. especially with with Instagram. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Let's oh try to God. link some in the notes. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay. <laughs> Any other just like mom stories you want to bring up that are you know about yourself or about your mom or whatever? Anything that y'all have lingering? Man, I'm. I'm good. I'm I, my mind is blown. Oh wait, like... really quickly, Phyllis, yeah. you have to yes. tell your escape story. Oh. That is what we're going to finish on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll tell I'll tell a quick version of it. So, like I was at the point the other day where I was I was done with work. It was in the like mid-afternoon and I was like I just there were these like this idea of like a chocolate chip cookie that I had been obsessing on for like days um, <laughs> because I really wanted to have um, I wanted to have this one specific chocolate chip cookie and I kept being unable to get it. So I was like, well, OK, I'm just going to go since I have the chance to the closest bakery to our house, get this chocolate chip cookie and an iced coffee. And I'm just going to like eat the cookie in the car come back here with my coffee and then keep doing whatever I'm going to do. And once I got over there and I had my cookie and my coffee, I was like, I had this idea of like just wanting a moment, just wanting like, you know how like when you go to the drive through, like you kind of just want that, like I'm having this for myself moment. Yes. And yes. so it's like, I wanted to like extend that. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to drive down Shilshul, which is this really pretty Marina, um, um, kind of on the other side of where uh, Colleen lives that it's like it's beautiful it looks overlooks the bay and I was like I'm just gonna drive down there and park and like eat this cookie and um, have my coffee there and like listen to Howard Stern and like read stuff on my phone and it's gonna that's be that's weird like, nice. you listening to Howard Stern I've never <laughs> I didn't know you liked him right? <laughs> that's I know. who knew that about just to me? relax only everyone yeah <laughs> and so I was like oh this is great this is perfect and then I just like kept doing it and kept doing it. And then I started listening to TBTL when I was done with all my Howard Stern. And I was like, oh, this is fun. You know, <laughs> like I'm having my moment of like, oh, wow, I've been gone like three hours. I guess I should get back soon. Like, stop hearing sound anymore through the Bluetooth speaker. I'm like, oh, no, wait. 
tries to turn on car fail <laughs> like you're like <laughs> and i was like oh my oh, god i drained the battery of the car listening to howard stern and tbtl while i've been gone for three hours so um once i got over the shock and like wow that was stupid i can't believe i did that to myself i was like wait this is kind of sweet <laughs> <Because> <laughs> this is i promise during this whole thing this whole like lockdown quarantine nightmare that we're living in like things have been pretty good for me but i have hardly been out of the house at all and at the most i'm gone for yeah. like an hour yeah. maybe two or whatever to get like groceries for my mom yeah. i was gone for five hours because... <laughs> that's a lot of howard <laughs> and really is a ton. it's it's two wrap-up shows and like uh one and a half tbtls <laughs> <An hour. laughs> like, it was incredible and so like once i was like well shit i guess i gotta call triple a um I was like, I mean, I was I was mildly annoyed that it took an hour instead of half an hour for him to come because only because they said he would come in half an hour. But um, like once he got there, he was like totally pleasant. Like, you know, I texted you guys and one other group of my friends and we were like laughing about it. I told my husband right away and, you know, he's like, oh, no, are you OK? And I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, and then once I got back, I was like, well, OK, yeah, that was that was kind of lame, you know, and it was like stupid of me or whatever. But like, that is the only time I'm going to get five hours. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where you're not working. You're just like waiting. Yeah. I'm just, just like, fucking oh, well. around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it reminded me of there was a time that I seriously I broke down on a hill during rush hour oh. um, while I was going to a meeting and I pulled the e-brake. And I called AAA and I slacked my reporters and said, I'm out of commission for the rest of the day. So sorry, you'll have to um, get edits from other people. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is a break. Yes. <laughs> that yeah, one yeah. sucked a little bit more because I didn't have a chocolate chip cookie or coffee. <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah. all I could do was, like, take a picture and show my friends, like, I'm stuck on Denny Way. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's rush hour. Uh-oh. But it's like. It's it was one of those like if I were a mommy blogger um, or even posted it on Facebook publicly or anything, it would have been like sometimes the universe like gives you what you need. <laughs> <laughs> totally been one of those things. Hashtag small blessings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag small five hour blessing. It, <laughs> like hashtag iced coffee. Yeah, it, it would yeah, just totally. be a picture of the cookie and the sunset, like just like <laughs> yep, the perfect golden against light. the sailboats. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the sailboats, very picturesque, and it was uh, so sweet because so many of my friends, like Colleen and other people, like offered either them or their dads or their husbands or whatever to like come and help me or whatever, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm fine. I'll just wait. Till I know. I was like, here. "You're one minute from my dad. He could save you." And then I was like, "Oh, she doesn't want to be saved." <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh wait, she doesn't totally. want it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's like I used to say sometimes, and this is extreme and not as much of an ordeal as like when my kids were littler. But like, just wanted to get into a minor car accident where maybe like I just had to be in the hospital for a little bit. But like, I just it was like a forced break. Yeah. Um, I don't want that as much anymore, but sometimes no. the force, like five, I like, I can't do anything about it. It's so sort of when sucks, I had my, like, when I had my gallbladder out, like 
it usually is like a day like and then you're out but like i of course i'm right. special and my liver was like fuck you and they were like you're gonna have to stay for two more days and i was like Ooh, cable! Yes. Like no. you know, like I'm like I need. Right. I just need my iPad, and I'll be good. Right. Like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as long as I have my phone. Yeah, painkillers, your oh. phone, and someone brings you food. Right. Like okay, that that's fine. Like, and they just needed yeah. to monitor me, and I was like, oh, right. okay, all right, thanks. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I didn't even it. have to get hurt or get surgery or anything. No, like, no. I just had to be stupid and leave my Perfect. car on for too long. So I can put that out there as a thing. Like, if you're like, I'm just going to go get some coffee. (laughs) You can recommend a battery, a dead battery. Yeah. Yeah. You can fuck around and be dumb and leave your car going, you know, like leave something electronic going on your car while the engine is off. And then you're screwed for like a few hours. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, it's, I feel like it kind of is something that's like, when I like I'm talking to somebody who doesn't have kids and they're like well you know sometimes it kind of sounds shitty and it's like sometimes it's the best thing in the world and like a lot of times it is when you like have a spend some good time with your kid or you like see them growing and learning or whatever and being a good person and then sometimes you just need a fucking break and that's that's kind of how it is yeah totally yeah sure um, all right oh. that's enough with our moms y'all everybody say something nice to your mom if you have like a good relationship with her yeah. <laughs> just say I thank you or something. Yeah. Yes. yeah and if you don't have a good relationship with your mom then just take time for yourself to yes. acknowledge yes. that you don't and yes. like a- acknowledge that, that happens and don't feel bad about it because it's yep. not your fault it's well, not absolutely. Your fault. even if you don't have kids just be nice to yourself women take on so much yes for real yeah. Yep. Yep. It should yep. just Absolutely. be Women's Day, not just yes. Mother's Day. Yeah. yeah exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, Christy, you want to do some housekeeping? Sure. Were we going to do any recommendations? Oh shit! Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Like skipped over. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Tishi recommends mom version. Um, I just thought we'd do something. It doesn't necessarily have to be anything for your kids, but something that maybe has helped you, like be a mom or be a better mom or relax or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Phyllis, you want to go first? Yeah, man. My gold Stan Smiths (laughs) Adidas. Those are the shit, man. They were on sale. I went for them shits. I actually ordered four pairs to make sure I would get the right size and then was able to very easily return three. So that was great. I love putting them on. Like, even though we're in this kind of quarantine mode where because we're staying away from each other, we're, like, not really looking at or acknowledging each other that much. So, like, nobody has, like, commented on how cool my shoes are. But, like, (laughs) I know know how cool they are. Oh, (laughs) and, like, just you can keep them kind of clean until they're ready to make their triumphant debut. And it's going to be awesome. First party, you're doing it. Dude, I totally, and I even, I'm going to get special laces for them. And because I used to have to wear Stan Smith's for marching band, I know how to clean like the rubber part. Um, You get a toothbrush and 409 and you clean that shit. And then if you need um, polish on it, you apply it with a different toothbrush. And so those shits are going to stay nice. I'm going to be fresh to death when I finally am going out. (laughs) So yeah, it made me feel good to have those. Um, Colleen, do you have anything? I do. So this is very basic, but it's AirPods. Yeah. So um, I 
like I said, I travel a lot for work and I have resisted AirPods. I did not buy a pair until February and I like resisted and resisted. And then when I got my bonus, I was like, okay, what's the one thing I'm going to buy for myself? I'm going to buy AirPods. And really Mm -hmm. it was like for several years now, it's just the douchiest guys in airport lounges who had AirPods. And so I just did not want to do it. But I'm constantly on a quest to make my purse as light as possible. Yes. Like whatever I can do to like continue to hoard as many things, but get at them to be like <laughs> as small and light as possible. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. And so I had these like big Sony headphones that I really liked. And the nice thing about the over-the-ear headphones on a plane too is people do not talk to the email that it's closed, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. But I finally bought a pair of AirPods and then like two weeks later stopped traveling. And one thing, I don't know if you have noticed this, but how many of your friends will post a photo on Facebook or Instagram of their family and the dad's got an ear pod in. Like <laughs> yes. everyone has like an it's like a nice family together time and then the dad's like absolutely <laughs> listening to how we're doing one year. Which women would never, never do. And yeah. Never. Never. Oh, and then for the one second photo. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So like two weeks ago I get like really overwhelmed when like more than one thing is playing at the same time and it was the weekend and like my kids were listening to Teen Titans or watching Teen Titans and Steve was doing something that was making noise and I was like I need some alone time and so I put in AirPods and I was like why haven't I been doing this the yes. entire quarantine yeah. Yeah. and yeah. so I like fully did an hour long yoga class in my living room with my AirPods in while my family watched TV next to me and yeah. we were together like basically I'm a dad like I'm a super good dad <laughs> I'm the best dad. And I was taking care of myself, and it is amazing. And so all our family photos are going to have an airport. (laughs) That's real. You're like, this is another member of the family. Hello. (laughs) No, it is great. I always kind of forget about him because I'm like, oh, I should be able to hear what's going on. But I'll close my – like, the doors and walls, I guess, are kind of thin in my house. And I'll close it, and I can just still hear Dave or my kids. And then if I just pop in those AirPods, I'm like – I'm in like a Hillary's horny corner or, you know, some other world all by myself. And it feels great. Mm. Yeah. Cannot recommend enough. Yeah. Mm. Missy, you got anything? Um, I just recommend loosening your uh, ideas about social media for your children. I let I let <laughs> yes. I let my eight year old play a game called Brawl Stars with a fourteen year old friend from Houston, and it keeps him occupied. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, Facebook yep. Messenger for kids. Like, yes, yes. like, oh, yes. I don't know, go ask your uncle. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, you know yeah. that. And those are things pre quarantine i would probably have been like no we don't need to do that like we we've got other things we can do and so just like okay i know now i really have to teach like social media like um kindness and like um courtesy because i'm like okay she messaged you you have to message her back like she's like oh okay like kind of lets like messages linger and i'm like just say so i don't know so now it's like this whole lesson which is a lot for eight-year-olds, but I guess got to start them young mm-hmm. enough. Um, Christy, do you have anything? Um, for a shameless um, Amazon plug, I'm going to plug the book that Colleen told me about last oh, night, yes. and I instantly downloaded it and am in love with it. It's called Why We Can't Sleep, Women's New Midlife Crisis. So if you are a Gen Xer, like yeah. I think we all are, you will see yourself in this book within the first five pages. I, I think I messaged you guys and said, I'm already mad and sad. Like I was already <laughs> yeah. crying yeah. and yeah. happy and sad and all the feelings came through. And it's by Ada Calhoun. Is that yeah. how you say it? Okay. I believe I so. so. Yeah. Yep. yeah. No, yeah. That link in there. 
um, Colleen and I both listened to her on a podcast. Um, how was your week? And she, it's like, it's pretty depressing and really applicable to like, I 40 to 50 year olds, probably yeah, the most I would say, but yeah, no, it's, it's really good. Um, I, another shameless plug, um, mine is just truly to keep Rory occupied. I got him some more army soldiers. They're Timmy toys. <laughs> I'll link it. He, they were supposed to like, I made him pay for them with the money that my, uh, mother gave him for Easter and they can't like, they were supposed to not come until like May. It was going to take three weeks for them to come and they came a little bit earlier. I mean, I try not to buy my children's affection, but I've never seen such joy in his face. He was like, oh, my God. It was really cute. So it was kind of worth it. Um, And he somehow knows what Timmy Toys is because he watches the Christy, you know, you were saying like that show on Netflix where it was like the TV or like the movies of our or whatever show that made us the toys that made us. It's the toys that made us. So he has has a working awareness of all things like Hasbro or Timmy toys or Mm -hmm. Kenner. I don't know all Mm -hmm. of the brands. So yeah, my, my child is a capitalist. He knows. Um, (laughs) Anyway, we'll, we'll put links to those. So y'all can, uh, y'all can buy them. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll do some housekeeping now. Yeah. Um, buy some stuff from us. We have merch at um, this show has everything and click the shop button. And hopefully we will have a donate button. We've gotten lots of emails of people trying to donate and then going roundabout <laughs> doing Venmo to Hillary. I know I have like a Venmo balance. <laughs> I know. I'm like, can I, can I spend this? It's not really mine, but it's just sitting there. Jeremy added it yesterday and it broke all the websites. And so oh, we're, God. it's oh, up, dear. but it's in the background. So we're working on that so hopefully by this time it posts it will be there and then um click through our amazon link to buy all of your stuff your comfort yep. things right now yeah um all right get involved this show has everything.com is the website and then we still have throw your phone.com and you know it's a good way to get to us you can also um join the facebook group which is super fun and um just as like a little bit of a preview next week is when we're going to be doing part two of our olympics coverage so it should be fun and we'll be reading all of y'all's uh answers to questions of the week and all that kind of stuff um the show twitter is at tishi show email us at tishi at 10710.com send us a voice memo um, and fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. Um, thank you, ladies, for joining. That was really fun. Y'all were awesome. Um, oh, yeah, it was fun. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Go moms. Yeah. Um, if, yeah, if you want to find out anything about me, ask Missy. But just kidding. Don't do that at all. <laughs> Friend um, Missy. <laughs> anyway, happy Mother's Day to you all. Thanks for joining us. And I think that was everything. Woo! Nice. <laughs> Times are strange, here I come, but I ain't the same. Mama, I'm coming home. Times gone by, it seems to be you could have been a better friend to me. Mama, I'm coming home. You took me in and you drove me out, yeah.
intros because I sound like a like a like a kid actor I'm like hey it's Hillary like I'm not natural at all it's so awkward I'm better when I'm just like speaking off the cuff but like when I'm doing a practice I feel like I'm in like I'm Anne Hathaway or something where it's just like I'm trying way too hard (laughs) hard. it doesn't sound that way though Mm, it's because you are (laughs) shut up (laughs) 